0: Hello, and welcome to the Passenger Podcast. So, what is in the refrigerator? That is the question. Um, I will designate an episode related to impulse control. It's been pretty bad over these last few days, but that's that's a conversation in itself. But as far as what's in the refrigerator refrigerator right now, this is an exercise of mindfulness is really why I'm doing this episode. And preparing for all parts of me, not just the parts that I like. And I'll explain what I mean by that. Um, part of the issue that comes with depression anxiety for me is the constant fluctuation of appetite there are times where I am extremely thirsty there are times when I'm not thirsty at all there are times when I'm very hungry and literally eat myself sick and then there are times when I barely eat anything and have to literally remind myself to consume something solid just so that I don't like melt or whatever but the point being is part of I've done the work of self-awareness I've put in a lot of time weeks months going on actually a few years now of self-awareness I'm now entering a stage of action and this is intended to be a lifelong stage. I have become more in tune with my thoughts and more aware and understanding my purpose and all those things and that's really wonderful. Uh, I've done my fair share of workbooks and self-help and still in therapy as we speak. And that also is a lifetime of, you know, it's a process, but at some point you stop practicing and you have to play the game and I'm in a season of action and it starts with the refrigerator and please, um, Keep in mind this isn't really a conversation about diet and nutrition because if you knew everything that was in my fridge you'd be mortified. It's not a matter of healthy or unhealthy. That's a conversation in itself. What this is about is about understanding my illness more, triggers and and preparing for those moments. And so I'll give an example. I just used an example. I just said, you know, how there are times when I don't have an appetite. Well, if I only buy, you know, frozen meats, you know, big, I don't know, pieces of chicken or turkey, that's not really ideal when I don't have an appetite. So instead, I have these little containers of applesauce or I have pistachios or nuts and I know when I'm eating those surprise shocker I probably don't have much of an appetite if that's all that I'm eating and that's what I'm going for I have big jugs of water on hand Um, why because I go through those periods of extreme thirst And I don't have to panic that, heaven forbid, I have to drink tap water. I mean, I'll live, but I don't have to panic that I don't have enough water. The same thing goes with the heavier appetite. There are things that take time to prepare, and there are things that I can put in a microwave or just heat up really quickly. Um... That was a big thing when my anxiety was out of control I couldn't literally the idea of fixing a meal something I actually like to do I like to cook but the process was too overwhelming and just didn't work and so Catering my fridge to my needs is something that I haven't done before um, for a plethora of reasons. Number one, it's not something I ever considered, but even when I considered it, living in spaces with roommates, um, having that social anxiety, it became very problematic. One of the most recent examples is lived in this huge house, beautiful house, um, had several roommates, and it was overwhelming at times just because I the depression was really strong and I got to the point where I didn't even leave my room. And so I had this little, like, rice cooker thing, and that was working out for me for a little bit. I would buy things that I could cook in there and not have to leave my room. But that meant a lot of processed stuff, rice, boxed pasta, things that I could keep in my room, um didn't have like a mini fridge or anything so that meant a lot of like stuff that would be on the shelf and that's not always what I want to eat so I would come I would end up with this dilemma and this is how bad the anxiety was I would come up with I would have this dilemma where it was oh my god heaven forbid I have to go downstairs open the fridge and Get food, I can't do that. what ha- What happens if this or what happens with that i I wanted as limited of interaction as humanly possible, humanly possible, and I got it, and I would stay in my room as much as I possibly could. so I say that to say now, with my own space small, tiny, but my own, the fridge is, serves as a barometer of how I'm feeling. And when I totally bypass it and I'm scarfing down fast food or something that signals one thing, when I'm constantly craving, um, uh, right now I'm, I'm craving fruit, but more specifically fresh fruit, Um, more specifically lemons and oranges and and things like that where like I can chew on them. And so I prepared for that. I know that something that happens. So I have a whole bag of oranges that I'm going to enjoy. It's stuff like that, the self-awareness piece of it. That is helping me take better action and improve my quality of life. It's these little things. Because if I don't have an appetite and don't have anything to snack on, there goes the anxiety. The feeling that oh god I have to actually cook something or I have to order something or that that mounting of anxiety increases instead of being self aware, knowing the things that I need, having them on hand if possible, and trying to prepare. Trying to prepare. And I think about all of these things keeping in mind that just a week ago that was the last thing I wanted to do um either you know a week or eight or nine days ago just being in the shelter and the idea of having to share that fridge in there it I know I wouldn't have bought a thing and in fact that day that I spent, I spent less than a day there, but I didn't eat anything. I walked seven and a half miles um I had the whatever I had for for lunch at the mental facility took us straight to the other place than that. Took us to the shelter, whatever that whole process was, and took then into the morning. Didn't eat anything. Then, you know, walked all the way to my car. So, very mindful that. that was a totally different conversation just a week ago and just a week before that being in the hospital you ate what they provided and there were snacks and it used to really piss me off (laughs) used to really piss me off that um you know you had all these smoke breaks i'm like we need more snack breaks that's what we really need um but you know, they would have snacks, and it would pop up by surprise, and it was a, it was kind of a cool incentive for me to, to try to stay awake, because I might get a snack, unless it was something I didn't really care to stay awake up, to stay up for, so that part sucked. But um, <laughs> with that being said, I had no control, no real control over what. I got to eat and drink I got really desperate and drank Diet Coke for crying out loud so I know (laughs) I know things were really bad (laughs) Um, but it was it's not something that's so far I'm so far removed from that I don't realize could be very very different here I am talking about different foods that different foods for moods pretty much Um, and a week before being in the hospital I was eating whatever I could eat in my car things like you know spaghettios or yes, you can eat them out the can you won't die um, things like that and so I have very <laughs> i don't I don't need to look very far. I can just look in recent memory and see literally week to week to week to week a change in my ability to eat the things that I want and the things that I need and so discussing this is for me an act of mindfulness but also gratitude that I have the ability and the means at this moment to get applesauce and The things that I like, oranges. Um, I like bananas too. They just don't make good, you know, juice or maybe I'm not doing it right. I I don't like milk, so I wouldn't put it like in a smoothie, but, um, I like more of the like oranges, which you, you eat and you can like blend them up and kind of have like this juice concoction or whatever. Um, this is more so an episode, uh, episode of gratitude and mindfulness to be able to make that connection and, and be aware of the progress as well. Someone said, someone that I confided in and won't do, I won't confide in them again. But they said it to kind of be a smart aleck, but it was true when they said wow, you made a lot of progress in such a short time. And they didn't say it in to be nice, but I choose to take it in a nice way. Yes, I did make a lot of progress in a short time, and I'm going to keep progressing. And as crazy as it sounds, it starts in that fridge. I know... I feel different when I eat different. I know that, and while it's not the only source of anxiety, it is a major source. So preparing my fridge is not necessarily just like um, it's not it's not like a cutesy thing like oh like. It's a matter of survival almost. And luckily, with the health medication, I I think it will go a lot better this time around. So that is all I will say for now. As always, thank you for listening.